Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello, hello. We are gonna jump right into it today. I am going to be giving you part two of my food freedom story. I, a few months ago, recorded my own food freedom journey, which was vulnerable for me. Um, And I just finished it and I was like, I have more to say, but it was long. And I thought, you know what? I want to, I want to like, catch back up in a couple months and talk about what's changed and and all of that in hopes that you recognize that um, your journey can change and ebb and flow and grow and slow down and speed up and all of those things. And so I just kind of wanted to share, I just felt like I wasn't quite done with the episode. So if you want to listen to that part one, which I highly recommend you do before this one if possible, it is episode 32, My Food Freedom Story, part one. So just make sure that you kind of like listen to that and um, it gives you a little bit of background. Anyway, so let's talk about what has changed and what I wanted to talk more about and how it relates to you and all of those things. So I kind of want to talk about what's been changing me, changing for me over time, what I'm working on now, what I'm working on moving forward, what I'm maybe letting go for a bit and how my goals fit into this whole thing as well as um, my unique viewpoint on goals and also how you know stepping into food freedom is really the first step toward taking action to becoming a woman of wellness so um if you are kind of here and you're feeling like your relationship with food is not where you want it to be you're constantly looking for diets or maybe you're constantly struggling with food and it's just like it's it's all consuming it stresses you out it's 
just feels messy in your life, join us for my free challenge, our Ditch the Diet Challenge. I'm going to help you come create a happy relationship with food. And it's so good. And I'm not going to go into any more than that because you can go look at it. You just go to a womanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge. I hope you'll join us because this is like the podcast on steroids, I guess. I don't know if that's the best word, but but basically it's like um, implementation. I actually got a message the other day from someone that was like, I'm really good at listening and I'm really good at like getting information, but I'm horrible at implementing the information or doing something with it. So that's what this free challenge is all about. I'm going to be teaching you, but more than anything, it's about implementing and helping you take those first steps toward making peace with food. So go join us at womanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge. Hello, my friends. Have you heard the news? My free five-day Ditch the Diet Challenge is beginning September 13th, and I want you in there with me. In five days, I'm going to help you go from feeling trapped with diets to feeling confident in your goals without them. We are going to learn how to ditch the diet without losing control around food or giving up on your goals. And I am so excited to be jumping in and working on this with you together. I receive so many messages every day of women that want to give up dieting, but they don't know where to start. This, my friends, is the answer. Please join me. Head to a womanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge to join today. And don't forget to invite a friend to join you because as women, we know we do things better together. I will see you in the challenge. For now, let's talk about kind of the rest of my food freedom journey and where I've been. And just a tiny little recap, if you're choosing not to listen to the last one, um, I have been all over the place with my relationship with food, but it all changed a few years ago when I had some health issues that led to some, what we found out were food intolerances and trying to change and support my body in ways, in ways of eating that I am not used to, or just like I wasn't used to. And it really rocked my world for a while. And um, so I've been navigating that and I feel like I'm in a really, really good place right now. And it's taken some time. And I want you to know that it's okay to take time. It's okay to take time to figure things out and it's not going to be perfect overnight and it's just going to take time. And I've learned so much that I am so grateful for the mistakes, the mess ups, the rough patches of me trying to figure this out because it's brought me to where I am. And I can really tell you I'm in a really, really good place and I'm feeling really good and where I'm at managing all of these things and what my next steps are. I'm feeling like I'm ready to take those next steps. And so before I kind of go on, I want to talk a little bit about um, the like kind of hierarchy of what to work on and like how do you begin those steps toward making peace with food. And it's really important that the first step that we take is starting to just be aware. Be aware of our bodies, be willing to listen, be willing to listen to what they're telling us and just being willing to gather data. And that's it. And you don't have to do any more than that. So if you're like on this journey and you're trying to figure something out, ask yourself, what would it look like for me to just start gathering data and learning things about my body? That's number one. Number two is then how can I take imperfect or messy action? 
So really asking yourself, what would it look like for me to gather this data and then do something with it, right? The same thing, exactly what we just talked about. Are we really good at gathering information and then not doing anything with it? So I want you to ask those next steps of what could I do with this information that I gathered? Does this particular food not make me feel very good? Maybe I, you know, don't eat it for a couple of weeks and just see like how I'm feeling after that. Or maybe I try it and see how I'm feeling and like just kind of starting to ask some of these questions or am I feeling worse or better after exercise? Like really asking yourself these questions because these questions lead to discoveries of what's going on in your body. So that's taking action, taking messy action, imperfect action. And then the third thing is to keep going. Don't stop. You're going to mess up. Things are going to mess up. I talk about in my first episode about how I talk about um, our relationship with food is like on a pendulum where one side we have like extrict extrict (laughs) extreme and restrict um when we're like in diet mode or we're trying to like lose weight or whatever and then on the other side of the pendulum we have like extreme freedom no regard to health like eat whatever i want whenever i want whatever you know like and we have these extremes and our goal always is to find that happy middle and your happy middle is different than my happy middle and that's okay and so as you keep showing up you're going to swing back and forth but the goal is that as you're swinging that pendulum is kind of slowing down and it's not as big of a swing I think of that awful boat ride at one of our local uh, amusement parks oh it was my least favorite ride in the whole world where the boat would just swing back and forth and it would get really really high and then it would slowly start to swing to the middle and then stop and that's really where we want to get where we're like swinging toward the middle instead of those extremes so let's talk a little bit about what has changed for me over time as a result of stepping into this new identity of food freedom in my life and there's a couple things that have changed. One, I discovered something that I never would have discovered without diving into this. And it's, I actually crave more plant-based meals. And I've been incorporating more plant-based, like at least once a week, I'm trying twice a week of just like dinners with plants in them. <laughs> And it's taken some time to navigate. Like even though I, you know, went to school for all this, sometimes it takes me some time to remember like, okay, where are my protein sources? And, you know, like I've never done it this way before. Protein was always of a meat. And so learning. And I also really struggle with beans and mostly black beans. Oh, they're like the one food I really have a hard time with. I'm pretty I'm pretty easy. I'm a pretty good eater, but I've always struggled with beans and especially black beans. So that's been something to navigate for me. And it's been so good because my body has been craving that. And I can see that it's giving it, giving me what I need. And I don't know if, you know, maybe I was missing some of those nutrients for a long time, but I can tell that my body really, really needs it. And I'm getting to the point where I'm really, really in tune with that and learning that, okay, this is what my body wants and what it feels. And I'm not going to say my family is quite on board. (laughs) So, you know, we're working on things and we're trying to navigate that, but it's okay. And just know that you're going to have things that you go through. They're just changes that you're making versus other people. And that's okay. And that's totally normal. And so I'm kind of on a little bit of a different path and I'm trying to incorporate some of these elements that I'm learning that are serving my body into my family's life. And it's going to take a little bit more time, but I know that it will pay off and it's 
more than anything, I know that by me taking care of my body, it helps me take care of them better. So my body has just been craving more plant-based food. So I've been having a couple days a week where I try to get more vegetarian meals in. And that is, if you knew me from the beginning, (laughs) I guess, I don't know from the beginning of what, um, that is not the life that I've ever lived. And that's not how I was raised or anything like that. And so it really has been a shift for me, but now I've, I've found so many, like, I didn't even like salads. Oh, I was so not a salad person and now I love salads and I found ways to make them hearty and good and I crave them. And what I want you to know is it really is true. The more you eat of something, the more you crave it. Um, It's true. It's totally true. And so it's just about learning how to start craving those foods that fuel your body. Is plant-based the answer for everyone? Absolutely not. And I don't want you to think that that's what I'm trying to say, but recognizing that you get to make those decisions and start creating that change. So that's something that's big that has happened for me and I'm really, really working on that. Another thing for me is I have shifted all of my treats and desserts pretty much. I found, I started to make a discovery that brown sugar gave me headaches. Every time I would eat something with like brown sugar in it for the most part like if it was like kind of a baked good or whatever I would get a headache after and that's not something that ever happened to me before either but my body's starting to get a little more sensitive and in tune with things and so I just started shifting and started making really good treats because sometimes when people say oh it's a healthy treat you're like yeah I'm not eating that I'm gonna go for the real thing totally understand that because that was my mentality but I have been exploring new ways to get indulgences in and I've found some fun grab and go things that are like in a package that you can just get at Costco or whatever and I've also found some really fun recipes that you know use coconut sugar and almond flour and like all of these things that are very new to me and so what I want you to know is it's okay if someone you know a recipe is like oh, you need kosova flour. And you go, well, what is that? I still have a lot of those kinds of things in my life where I think, I don't know what that is. I don't know how to bake with it or cook with it or anything like that. And that's okay. It's totally okay for you to feel that way. And just know that as you practice over time, you'll start to learn. I just kind of started figuring out how to use gluten-free flours in some things that I wasn't quite sure how to do before. And so it's just been really fun, actually. It's kind of been a discovery for me. And I've learned that I actually really love cooking. And that wasn't something I enjoyed much or did as a child or even a young adult. It wasn't, I just assumed I wasn't good at it. But I've become really a lot better at it because I've been playing around and I'm starting to be able to make some tweaks on my own, which is a big deal. And so I don't know, I just kind of want to like, share that with you to say it's really fun that you get to navigate your own relationship with food in the way that you want if you want food to be less of like a thing in your life and you want to like navigate healthy meal delivery services and that's really fun for you whatever it is for you it's okay to explore and experiment so Those are probably some of the big things that have changed over for me over time in this new diagnosis that has led to basically me optimizing my wellness. So it's not just about, you know, cutting out gluten and dairy or anything like that, but recognizing that I can, um, I can optimize in ways that 
are fun for me and good for me. And it completely changed the trajectory of my relationship with food and my nutrition status, I guess, if you would say. So what am I working on now? What am I working on next? I am a newbie in the world of supplements. I have like in the past, I've just been like given a list of supplements and said, take this or whatever. And I feel like there's so many out there and so many different things and it feels so overwhelming. And so that's something that I'm working on right now is like, what supplements do I need to supplement my nutrition, supplement my body? What does my body really need? How do I know how much to take? How do I know when to take it? How do I know when to stop taking it? There's so many things that I, you know, I didn't go to school for that and I don't, I don't know all of the things there's 40,000 different probiotic um, supplements on the market and you think well which one's good or which one's bad and so well not bad but you know which one's going to support me the best and so I've been starting to learn from that and trying some new things and seeing what supports me and um, it's again like I said a, a new world for me I've never really used supplements that much besides to like heal my gut that the naturopath gave me um, I'm, I'm working on how to how to navigate this this foreign just like I'm navigating I'm doing really good at navigating like a more vegetarian lifestyle okay I'm not gonna say a vegetarian lifestyle vegetarian meals occasionally (laughs) um to you know help me work through and optimize my health and that would have felt so foreign and so far away from me a long time ago but now it's here and I'm like okay I feel really comfortable about like putting things together and knowing what goes together and building things that I know are going to taste good rather than being like oh that's rabbit food I'm not going to eat that or whatever you know and so I'm really working on maximizing my nutrition strategy with supplements and I'm kind of at the beginning of that, so I don't really have any good tips yet, but maybe I can do something on that, you know, when I, I'll do a little update on my next food freedom journey update, and maybe I'll have more to share about that. Um, I'm also learning, I kind of have been learning a little bit lately that when your gut is in a good place, you can incorporate some of those foods back into your lifestyle that you have maybe eliminated or decreased or whatever. And so I'm actually looking at, you know, how do I incorporate some more of the foods that I love and that maybe technically on my list I shouldn't incorporate or whatever. Um, Gluten and dairy are probably the biggest ones. And I've kind of figured out where where I like my balance is with those like how much I can have in my life but I'm kind of looking at seeing how do I bring some of that back um and can it support my body in that way because I really believe that food is emotional and sometimes you want to enjoy um dinner at someone's house and you know it's not exactly the way that you would have cooked it and and I just want to be able to navigate that and keep my body healthy throughout that and I've I've learned that there's lots of ways that you can stay keep healing and stay healed while also maybe incorporating some of those things and teaching your body but again I am like at the beginning stages of this and so it's just a new thing that I'm processing and working through and ultimately the thing that I'm working on right now is optimizing optimizing my own nutrition my own health and all of that and just really um making myself feel my best my my vision of a woman of wellness is about stepping into the identity of that woman every single day and that means being a wife and a mother and a ceo who has energy 
and energy to show up for our life and who is looks forward to things and who can who can show up in the best ways that she wants she can have energy for her kids she can be happy with her kids she can go out and run on the trails if she wants to anytime she wants to she can go hiking with friends whenever she wants to she can go hiking alone whenever she wants to um you know she can get a good night's sleep and feel rested and recovered and like her body is an optimal state that is my vision and so right now you know as i've navigated this new path of food freedom i'm kind of in this stage of like okay how can i optimize and and get my body to a place that it it really feels um like i'm living that woman of wellness vision okay what am i letting go for a minute this is something that maybe is a little controversial for some, but we're going to say it anyway. I'm actually letting exercise goals. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm letting those be for a little bit. I have to admit, most of my exercise goals have never been centered around like how much weight I can lift or even if I can like finish a race fast. So my goals really have been a little bit more related to just my lifestyle but one thing that i am feeling like my body really needs is just gentle movement more than anything else and incorporating you know strength training and all that stuff but not from a standpoint of like jumping into crossfit for an hour a day or anything like that my exercise is less than 30 minutes a day i'm doing more pilates i'm really working on my posture that's something i've always struggled with most of my life and so i've been really you know doing those things and i think sometimes people look at it and say well if you if you don't sweat or you don't have to change your clothes or um it's not a heavy weight it doesn't count but i don't believe that i don't believe that at all and i believe that we need to make our exercise match our life and right now my body is still in a place that it's still a little bit i know i said i was optimizing but my body is not ready to take on the i guess catabolic i don't know if that's the right phrase but like the breaking down effects of exercise and stepping into that because my body still is learning how to recover and because i spent a long time breaking it down and <laughs> last year and and really needed need some kind of like i don't know recovery emotionally too like my stress i need to work on my stress levels and managing those and all of that so it really is about how to kind of step into my exercise goals as it relates to the lifestyle that i want to live right now so in the women's wellness hub i'm filming exercise videos for you we're doing 10 minutes a day um you can join us in there and those are doable and i just i'm i want to do more doable exercise and so that i can show up every single day and i'm working on posture and i'm working on deep breathing and i'm working on yoga and flexibility and these things i've never worked on but they feel right in this season of my life and it feels really good and it doesn't feel all that great to go to the gym and lift really heavy weights <laughs> and i'm okay with that so i'm kind of letting that be for a bit and knowing that you know when i'm ready maybe there will be a time for a push goal or whatever um i've been looking at a five 5k 10k down the street i've been just thinking like would i like to jump into that i mean I, that's something that i can kind of just jump into but I, I haven't been running a ton lately um which has kind of been always something that i do so it's just it's just shifting i think that's the word we want to use is you know it's we take time and we and we take seasons to shift and that's okay and that's good so 
that's what I'm kind of letting go for a bit. Um, not even letting go, but shifting in a different way than I've probably ever approached it before. And I can still create change within my body with that. I think even more than if I were to go for these difficult exercise goals. And I think sometimes when we approach those goals, it becomes, I don't know, it becomes like really strict. So I kind of wanted to talk for a quick second about how my goals fit into this whole thing. And maybe you say, okay, well, it doesn't look like you're working toward anything or, or anything specific like that. And I have a unique perspective on goals. And if you're in food freedom, um, you'll learn about this or even in the Women's Wellness Hub that that's it's coming in there too because I think it's super, super important. But basically, I really believe that we have to... Our, not all of our goals need to be push goals. A lot of our goals need to be lifestyle goals where we take the time to think about what it looks like to do the things that we want to do every day. That can be a goal. It doesn't have to be like I want to run a marathon and then I have to break it up and chunk it down and you know train in this way. But what if your goals matched the lifestyle that you wanted to live? And then when you have some of those push goals, they're short, you know, they're not long term. They're like a one time, you know, you work, you do the marathon and then you return to um, your healthy lifestyle that you want to live regularly. It's kind of like the pursuit of weight loss. We're not meant to be in weight loss mode all the time, but it's really important to like we're not meant to be in weight loss mode all the time we're meant to go in and out of it and we have to thrive in the maintenance weight loss successful weight loss is about thriving in the maintenance and that's exactly what it is with goals if you can thrive in the maintenance then you can set push goals at any time you want and so I really like to think about my goals as just the lifestyle goals that I want to live so one of the goals I wanted to share is water I have always struggled staying hydrated. I don't know. I I thought I liked water, but I was like, I don't know if I really love water. I don't know. I just, everything I would try, I would set a goal and be like, drink this whole water bottle, set a timer for yourself. Like nothing would work. And so anyway, I found these really, well, I think they're delicious. My husband doesn't like them. Um, they're L-M-N-T hydration packs. Like they're... Um, electrolytes and they are a little bit different but I put them in like a big water bottle and I really like it and I have found that by just kind of making that one tweak and making sure that my water is cold and like making sure it matches and then I just carry that water bottle with me everywhere and it's I've just been in this mindset of like I want to get more more water in my life and when I turned it to knowing that there was like a little boost in it because there was some um what is the word I'm looking electrolytes there were electrolytes in it it kind of got me excited like okay I, I want those for you know to keep up and anyway I just I've noticed that when I drink that in the morning or throughout the day um I feel a lot better I have definitely noticed a difference and so for me it's been really good to make that shift and it's not me I'm not doing anything saying I need to get 72 ounces of water a day or whatever um I'm just saying like I want to bring more water and I and I find more opportunities because I know it makes me feel better and I also enjoy it and I've been like putting water in the fridge at night so then first thing in the morning I can just like chug some and it's been really really good for me so 
that's been something for me. Like it's not a goal where I'm checking it off the list, but it's just a lifestyle goal where I'm working on it every single day and I'm building it up so that eventually, you know, water drinking is more of my lifestyle. And I want you guys to think about it in that way of what what would what do you want more of in your life? Do you want more movement in your life? Start finding ways to incorporate it. That's it. There's no pass or fail. Everything counts. And as you start incorporating that, you'll find that it just becomes part of your life and it's something that you crave and look forward to and it expands. So whatever you're working on or doing as your goal, like your lifestyle goal, it will expand. And maybe one day you'll look into making it a you know, a push goal for a season or something. And maybe you won't. Like, I don't, I don't know if I ever see myself like making a push goal for water, but I also want that to be a really important part of my health. And I, I know that it's important. And so I really want to try to make it just part of my lifestyle that I, I drink water throughout my day very regularly. And it sounds like a very simple thing, but I want you to think about any areas of your life that that might be for you. Like what, what does that look like for you to incorporate that as a lifestyle goal rather than this like check off the list? Did I do it? Did I not do it? Like, could it be not black and white? Could it be gray? Could it be me working on it and me trying things and me trying to just get in the mindset? That's stage one of a woman of wellness. It's in our um, women's wellness hub where we talk about stage one is all about getting in the mindset of wellness and if we're in the mindset then our actions will follow suit so i just wanted this to be sort of a quick episode i don't know if it was as quick as i wanted it to be but um i really want you to think like food food freedom and my the story that i'm sharing and your path to food freedom is really that first step toward taking action to becoming the woman of wellness that you want to become we have to have food freedom movement freedom body freedom to help us step into that identity of a woman of wellness so thank you for listening to my story i hope more than anything you know me sharing this story has helped you identify areas in your life that you're ready for your next steps and knowing that you can take it slow and you can take it um, according to the lifestyle that you want to live and everything that you do moving forward is either going to be progress or it's going to be a lesson and you can learn from that lesson and create more progress and it's a snowball effect and if you would have told me probably two, three years ago that like I would crave more plant-based meals, I would have told you I was cra- you were crazy. No way. Or if someone would have said, yeah, like uh, you can you mostly eat healthy s- treats or whatever, I would have said no. Like I'm going for the real thing. If I'm gonna eat the treat, it's gonna be real, you know. But I found so many amazing alternatives. And if someone would have said, yeah, you're gonna get better at cooking, I would have said no way. And so. All of these things, I found so much goodness and growth in learning and failures and trying and trying again. So that is my kind of small rant is just don't give up and keep going and keep trying and keep finding food freedom within the lifestyle that you want to live. Okay, my friend. If you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, 
why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.